You're listening to Brunch with me, Noreen Mayer, on this Monday morning. And you know it, it's Monday, so it's a bit of chinwag for today. And I'd like to welcome back on the program, Sadia Osmani, and she is the one and the only. I am the one and only. And um, unless another one turns up within the next whatever time, yeah. I don't know. I don't think Between so. Between now and the end of the week. Um, so, Sadia, did you have a good weekend? Yeah, good weekend. Not too bad. Um, you know, I was just, because I knew I was going to be doing this today, I was kind of keeping track of um, just how many times I was looking at my phone. And, and you know, uh, oh my goodness. What, are you doing something tech related Yeah, today? well, I am today. I was going to talk about digital burnout. Interesting. Now, that's not like your wires and stuff burning out or anything like that. That's the wires inside you burning out, actually. It's interesting. A couple of weeks ago, I read an article, um, and it was about a businesswoman, and it was actually a Hong Kong-based businesswoman who um, was saying that, like, you know, she got so kind of obsessed with her business. She was working night and day. She was finding that she was checking emails in the middle of the night. In the middle of the night? You know, all sorts. But you know what? I'm going to have to put my hand up here and... And so it is a bit crazy. I admit it that sometimes, um, you know, in the night where you suddenly get up and you want to go to the bathroom or something, your phone is sitting on the side. Now, come on. I just want to ask anyone out there, like how many times, and if you're working and all sorts, how many times you just kind of glance at your phone and you just check to see, oh, is there any messages from anyone? In the middle of the night. I I, I admit I've tried that before. Just in case a guest sort of drops out or you're just a bit worried or, yeah, but I think that's a symptom of like an anxiety sort of, because I, I, then I, you know, you try to tell yourself, it can wait till the morning. Yeah, but... Because there's nothing you can do in the middle I of the know. night. What am I going to call somebody else and, and fill that But spot? my excuse is probably, and quite a few people may have that same excuse, is that, you know, if you have family and stuff abroad, they may be in Australia, they may be in UK, they may be in other parts of the okay. world. You kind of look at your phone because you that's their daytime for them. Sure. And that's the time that they're up and being active and things. It's just like me in Hong Kong sending messages to somebody early in Hong Kong when it's actually the middle of the night there and they suddenly get this message from me and stuff so anyway going back to this digital burnout basically what it is it's about like about us kind of maintaining maintaining healthy lives offline right and and this particular article that i saw which is very interesting um was all this about that we're always kind of bombarded 24 7 by notifications um and then what they did in this particular article is they kind of focused on case studies on how people try to refocus their life offline. So they're looking at particular case studies, and I'll just mention the details about them. So basically, one of these um, case studies, um, this woman said that, you know, I accidentally left my phone on Do Not Disturb, and she said it was absolute bliss. Like, you know, <laughs> she said that, you know, that generally all her work communications came primarily through three WhatsApp groups. And she accidentally kept her phone on Do Not Disturb and all these notifications were silenced for about a week. <coughs> and she said it was great that, you know, and I still, she said, I still use my phone constantly. I picked up enough of the messages to show that I'm still engaged in life and work. But since I don't have constant notifications, I feel much calmer. And it's been months now and it's been absolutely absolutely fine so she says that it was like a life-changing thing but you know um just this thing when you think about phones I, I I'm sure everyone experiences this right if you suddenly walk out of the house and you realize I don't have my phone oh my god I don't have my phone oh my god I can't stop it and you get hyperventilate do you feel, do you feel like <laughs> 
I, I, I sometimes I feel liberated. And I remember, I f- uh, yeah, and this was during COVID. I was like remembering, I felt that liberation without my phone. Then I realized I need it for the leave home safe. Yeah, app. exactly. And then it was like, oh, but I remember pre-COVID, yeah, I, yeah. Like, there are days when I think, oh, okay, well, I'm out with the kids. I don't really need my phone. Yeah. I'm just going to the park. I'm just going to grab a yeah, bite yeah. afterwards. And I remember feeling that liberation. But then came COVID. It was like, okay, we really need our phones. Yeah. But, Nowadays, if I forget my phone over the weekend, I'm like, don't I don't mind it so much. Yeah, it just kind of gets you. It's a real weird thing because you feel sort of Naked so. Yeah, <laughs> you just feel like, oh my god, what if this happens? And yet, like I come from a generation where, to, to, to be honest, yeah, you like, didn't even we have, didn't a phone. have a phone. Yeah. <laughs> and, and we had to remember all sorts of numbers and things when like that. And did there was you no first such start, things. Yeah, when did you have your first mobile uh, phone? My first mobile phone was probably in. Um, Late nineties, early yeah, late uh, two thousand. I would say because actually I got a, a job in two thousand which gave me a mobile phone Ooh. and it was one of those big, uh, it, not not big, but you know it was one of those kind Fancy. of chunky one. And yeah. I got a mobile phone Ooh, in two thousand. Really yes, nice. I did. Yeah. Uh, I was working for a charity, and um, so you know I got this mobile phone. But you know you just get so attached to it, and so. Then another case study in this particular article I was reading, she said that I can't really cut down on screens at work. So what I've started to do now is focusing on doing things during my leisure time and like, you know, having an engaging book ready to go, you know, for a walk or, or whatever. But she said that what she's now listening to more is like podcasts that they're, you know, a good substitute because they can scratch a lot of the same itches without using your screen, which is interesting. And then she said, you know, I'll listen to a podcast if I'm like cleaning up or knitting. I do that. I I think, okay, I'm not going to waste time. I'm going to listen to something. Or even now, you know, if you don't get a chance to check the newspaper or there's an article that you want to read, you can actually go into that read mode, can't you? And and then the the robotic thing can read it for you, which sounds a bit mechanical. And you want to know about this and this. Yeah. <laughs> and it sounds a bit awful. But the fact is that compared to you reading it, you're just listening to it while you are doing other that's things. That's true, yeah. Um, so that's another kind of bit of advice. I never from thought someone. of yeah, yeah, I never thought yeah, it's of quite good because you can't, sometimes I can't be asked to read a whole yeah. article. And I just think, okay, if I put this on and while I'm washing the dishes, I can hear this article. And then if I pick up something that's yeah. interesting, how do I do chin work? I need to read these articles. I need to find Well, there's out. no need if you just write it down in the notes. And then just put it in the read mode and have it read out to our listeners. Well, that's right. You don't need me. So the one and only can be replaced. Um, So another case study was too. um, This woman said, um, I deleted my Twitter and Instagram account. Um, She said there was just so much to take in in terms of cognitive and emotional stuff that was coming in through social media that it was just taking over. She said, I have a hyperactive mind, so I found it pleasing to scroll endlessly endlessly through Facebook, Instagram and Twitter. How many times do people do that before they go to sleep? Yeah, but it's supposed to emit like this blue light mm. and it's not good for you. It wakes me up, yeah. Yeah, it doesn't really affect me. If I, if I have a quick scroll, say, you know, a half an hour, 15 minutes before bed, I, I still feel like I'm tired mm. enough to sleep. But yeah, I've I've heard it. It can wake you up sometimes can, if you yeah. read something. Um, and, and I think the content, during, the, yeah. during the pandemic, there was a lot of this digital burnout um, because people were just like relying on social media and it became such a hotspot for works, workplace sort of content.
conflicts and academics went on strike and she was saying that, you know, lots of things were happening affecting her work and so she was always checking social media to see what was happening and she was getting flooded by, you know, the digital space and negative perspectives about her sector and this and that. So you have to kind of, she said that you have to try and put strict limits on when and how you use Twitter and, you know, when, how often you use it, like during the week or in two weeks. And then she said she uninstalled social media apps from her phone, but eventually realized that she had to just leave it and stop using it. So she deleted her accounts a year ago now. And she says, I don't miss either. And I feel so much happier. And I've started reading more magazines and printed newspapers. That's quite. And I could see that, that you really do rely so much on it. And also, depending on the, the, the material you read as well, do you sometimes feel like some material will actually disturb your peace yeah. also? Yeah, and I think some material also gets you quite frustrated because yes. what happens is that it's been put there quite provocatively, trying to get you to comment. And then and the, trying to get you to shop as yeah, well. shop or it, comment. It is this algorithm that, you know, um, that makes you sort of sad or whatever. Um, well, not the algorithm itself, but it's supposed to curate uh, things that come on your feed and you feel stress or whatever, and then it'll give you these ad on the side, mm. and you'll click on the ad, and it's supposed to promote shopping and stuff. Oh, gosh. It, it, social it's media. It's just taking control, isn't it? It is. It, interesting, um, you know, just mentioning some of these things to do with social media. I don't know whether you... I mentioned this a couple of weeks ago when I was on doing something on air where, um, you know, Netflix has this uh, program, you know, this set of... Um, the series called Black Mirror and I think you've probably seen oh, yeah. it and they always focus on things to do with technology and stuff like this. Some very interesting programs, they're very realistic so it'd be good to see, uh, you know, check it out if you haven't seen it. So so going back to this case study, I think we already mentioned this thing about leaving your home and um, not taking your phone with you and uh, one woman said that, you know agreeing on a time and place, she said that she did this, she left her phone at home and she was meeting somebody but before before she actually went out to meet them, like old-fashioned times in my time, you just said, okay, do you know, I'm going to meet you at two o'clock at this restaurant and we don't need to synchronize our watches. We don't need to check that you've got there or where you are or where you're headed. I'll just meet you there at exactly, two o'clock. Yeah. And that's exactly what she did. And she said it was, it was almost like magical. And you start to connect to people and, you, and places. You also stop using Google to get you everywhere and you just think okay I'm just going to look at a map I'm just going to find it myself yeah. and I'm going to ask directions or I'm going to do whatever so it's actually it's almost like um, you're going back in time a little bit aren't I you? love that you know back in the day when, when we used to meet our friends in Times Square or whatever and the, you know this was back in the day when there wasn't an exit for Times Square um, this was even before Times Square, um, you know, the MTR in, in Times Square exit. And you just take the minibus down to Causeway Bay and you'd walk from the Causeway Bay minibus stop to Times Square. Mm. I remember, you know, back in the day, it was so, it was so nice. It was so simple. And there was always a pay phone. So if yeah, I was meeting my friends there for lunch, yeah. I'd have to ring home and say, I got there. Um, you know, if I was meeting my friends at one o'clock, I'd get there, at, you know, for just before one o'clock and then ring home and say, I'm there. Yeah. And then they'd say, okay, that's good. Yeah. Now get home before 5.30. And then so then I'd call them again before I left and I'd be like, okay, it's, you know, it's pay quarter phones. to... Yeah. What amazing things pay phones were. And I now um, they've disappeared. Do you ever see a pay phone? Uh, you know, rarely. And if you lost your mobile phone, would you know anyone's number to be able to call them? Yeah, just probably my husband's and my mum's. I mom's. don't even know yeah. 
does. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'd have to go to the police. <laughs> I just think my husband says, you know, I keep telling him my number for, for something or other. And I say, oh, do remember mine? He goes, do you remember mine? Oh, and I think, hilarious. yeah, of course I do. Of course I do. That's hilarious. But of course, because back in the day, we'd remember everybody's phone And there was a way of remembering them yeah. because you'd say, okay, 672-5753. And you would just say, okay, six is the birthday of so-and-so. Then this is this. Oh, you'd yeah. have this long fluted. You'd find a way. Oh, it was a crazy way of trying to remember numbers but it was also using your brain you yeah. know and then up till now I could probably reel off the numbers that I had in London you know as I was growing up and stuff and they're still in my head I still remember my phone number yeah. in Hong Kong yeah. growing up I mean I don't own that number anymore yeah. um, it's there you go. Just like that, you just remember six seven two five seven nine three. There yeah. you go. <laughs> and I and I remember it. And so so in a way, you know, that was an interesting time. And I feel like you know what people are now yearning for is to actually get rid of those smartphones a wee bit and just yeah. stop using and actually go back to the kind of way that we used to do things because there was something quite romantic about that. There was something quite nostalgic about that now exactly. when you look at it. And and another thing is that I feel like even though with the smartphones. And with emails and different ways of communication, I feel like we're working much longer hours and there's just more ways to contact somebody. So nowadays, if somebody will email me and if I don't reply, say, within, you know, this next three or four mm. hours, they will WhatsApp me and be like, oh, I sent you an email. I and if know. I don't reply to that WhatsApp, say, within the six hour period, then I get a phone call saying, you know, I, I WhatsApp you and I emailed you. And I understand because sometimes you just want to get it done. But there's a reason why um, I didn't reply to you. You know, for example, I was on my maternity leave. You know, I, I was kind of busy yeah, with a newborn. I think personality has come through here because, you know, people, I know I kind of like to, I have checklists and I do to-do lists and things like that. And I get a great deal of satisfaction from, um, Ticking oh, I've done this. Yes, oh, I, yes. I've done this. I might actually add something on just to, to look at it and think, oh, I did six of those things today. But like, you know, what happens to is um, people will look at, like if you have WhatsApp, people will look at the little um little arrows the ticks and see if they've turned blue or not and you can actually change oh. the notification on that you can make them not turn blue if you've seen the notification oh. so then you then what you do yeah yeah oh. so you can actually then send somebody a whatsapp message and they are looking at it from their own phone to say okay i've sent it but she hasn't seen it yet because it's not turned blue but you don't know that they've got their settings in the thing that they don't want you to see that they've seen it i didn't even realize yeah, you could well, do that there you go but i do know that you can turn off your own last scene Mm. And if you turn that off, then that means the other person won't be able to read your message. Oh, is right. that similar? I, I didn't know about that one. Yeah. I'll have to check that one yeah. out. But but I knew that you could actually do it so that nobody that it just doesn't turn blue. So the other person on the other side is thinking, oh, they haven't seen my message. Yet. But then you also can't see if theirs have turned blue. I think it's reciprocal. So well, you I'm can gonna have to check out. Check yeah. this out, really. So so yeah, I think I know which one you're talking. So it's like turning off your last scene. So if somebody else reads your message. You can't tell whether or not they've read your message. It doesn't turn double tick. But by the same um, token, if you if the, you can't see that, if you sorry, if they can't see yours, 
um, then you can't see theirs as well. It's really crazy yeah. though that we are actually talking about this. That it's it, all about like almost. It doesn't, it doesn't matter if the person's read the message yeah, if they reply to you. Also, think? if they are busy, yeah. if they're signing a major deal or they're having a baby, they're in the delivery room, yeah. and they think, "Why didn't she get my message?" Yeah. And we and and this goes back, as I said, you know, <laughs> to personalities where if you are highly strung and you like to tick those boxes, then you're sitting there pacing around thinking has they have they seen my message yeah. have, why have they seen what's wrong is something wrong is something it going actually on feeds into because i mean back in the day we don't even know if somebody's read our emails we didn't we don't even know it wasn't if, even emails like did they get my letter <laughs> absolutely <laughs> or even back or even before if you're talking about digital then it's the sms you know mm. there's you don't know if that person's read it and it doesn't matter because you've sent it and they'll reply to you in in good time but now it's but like these very frustrating things, and it we're really... just like, oh, have they have they read our message? Yeah. They've read it, but they've not replied. Yeah. I don't like that because I think it feeds to people's anxiety as yeah, well. It, it can does. make you really anxious. It does indeed. And so, so you know, this this is all about this whole thing about digital burnout that you can become so obsessed with some of these things that they take over. And then what you're doing is that you're spending so much time obsessing over these things instead of actually just trying to chill out and enjoy your life. Exactly. Because yeah. if that person, uh, yeah, I mean, I know, don't get me wrong. I've, I've been that girl before. Oh, he's read my message. He's not replied. <laughs> and you think like that. But then, or, or like, you know, uh, you know, friends or, or colleagues or whatever, then you just think they're busy. You know, mm. they they have, other, maybe they have other priorities. Maybe they're busy doing something. They'll get back to me when, when they are free. When they're ready. I think yeah. we should all perhaps exercise maybe once a week or once a day. Just put your phone a distance away from you. Put it on silent and, and just stop. Don't think about it, okay? All right, don't do it in the middle of your working day when you know that there's yeah. important things. But I mean, certainly in the evening when you have family time or you're just with your spouse or you're spending time with a friend or whatever, just put your phone away. The number of re you, If you go into a restaurant, the number of people and couples that you see who are both on the phone, who have got a meal in front of them, and they're both on the phone and there is no conversation taking place between them. It is just their phones. And that I find like, oh my goodness, what is happening? You know, then you may as well just have a meal by we yourself. We should have a little thing on a, an attachment on the table where you stick your phone. Well, to charge it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but you just kind of put it away. And don't take it out on the table and just <laughs> devote your time to in look it, look at your food. But then what happens is that you look at your food only by taking a picture of it before you swallow any, yeah. any of it. Oh, I'm proud to say I've stopped taking pictures with, um, of, of, of food. my food. Yeah, because, yeah. you know, a lot of times a camera eats first, but I just think... What am I doing with that? I've got so many, I've got like food pictures. And on my what phone. do you do with them? I'm not looking back at them again. Yeah. I, I don't, I'm, I'm, I'm for one not ready to post them on social media either. Yeah. yeah. So, Me too. I, yeah, I just have my yeah. phone full of pictures of food and I've got to stop. <laughs> I well, will, I well, will do that from today on. Yeah. Let, okay. Let's try that because, and that's the truth. I mean, maybe if it was a really, really special meal and you wanted to show somebody, you know, like, oh, I, I think Sadia would really, really like this Japanese mm. spaghetti that I tried. Yeah. I must take a picture of it and maybe WhatsApp to you. But then afterwards, it's fine. It's gone. You know, I, I don't have to delete take a... It. Exactly. It. Delete it. Okay. I'm going to yeah. have to do that then. Let's do that. Okay. Good. Thank you. Done deal. <laughs> well, Sadia, thank you uh, yet again for another very interesting chinwag. And I look forward to uh, more chats with you next week. Thank you very much thank indeed. You.